0: You're listening to the awesome podcast network.
1: This is 80s Revisited. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley, and now your host, Trey Harris. Maybe he was poisoned. Right. Hey, right. right.
0: And we're here to stop you from complaining that you don't have a brand new episode of 80s revisited assaulting your eardrums. So, right now, here you go. I'm <laughs> I fucked that up. And here it, it it is. It's nerves, it's nerves on YouTube. <laughs> we're streaming live on YouTube for the first time, so if you're listening to this on the podcast, that'll you might hear some things.
1: Unusual, because we haven't streamed in like three years, Jesse, so... It's true, it's been three years, and uh, this is very much a test stream. There are probably problems galore. I've already seen some dropped frames, so <laughs> this is going to be a rough ride. But we are recording a backup, so don't worry, iTunes. You will still hear this. So
0: fasten your seatbelts. But we're going to talk about Clue. O- often, always, always on my mind, but we've mm-hmm. never done it. So it's one of those surprising ones that we haven't done on the podcast yet. But I as know. always... On this blast of the past, I'm your host, Trey Harris. With me, as always, my loyal producer, my own Wadsworth, or my Mr. Body, Jesse mm-hmm. Sedgley.
1: Yes, I am. I gotta stay in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: it's new. It's new. The, the Awesome Podcast Network studio is different. Yeah, a little bit. We gotta got use our space. We have to use the space now. Of course, mm-hmm. only if you're watching on YouTube can you see this, or at least part of it, but hey, it's a free plug for you ought to check it out next time. Yep. But anyway, Clue, one of my absolute favorite movies, top ten comedies of all time. I can't say enough about this movie. And it's 187? I know, 187. Wow. Yep. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Uh, We we couldn't just, in the first few episodes, do, like, all the favorite ones.
1: We have to save a few for... You know and think of all the ones that came before this, though. <laughs> I know Xanadu, <laughs> like just 10 episodes ago, there were some stinkers coming through. Oh, yeah, and Clue was just sitting there waiting. He's like, Go ahead. Well, that's all you know in the rating sag, we got to have that something to pick it up,
0: right? I mean, we still haven't done fast times, so there's still really, gosh, there's still plenty. But I mean, still plenty. 187 episodes that's a lot of movies, yep. And of course, there's some episodes that weren't movies, but still. That's still a lot. Right. That's a lot of freaking movies. But anyway, Clue released December 13th, 1985. IMDb says 7.3. Rotten Tomatoes is 62%. What Nazis. 86% oh. <laughs> audience, though. Oh, so the, okay. definitely a hit with the crowds. Uh, estimated $15 million budget. Opened at uh, $2 million, which put it at number six for the week. Mm. However, that was uh, not enough to come anywhere close to the number one, which was Rocky Four for the third week in a row. Number one. Uh, domestically however when all grows 14.6 so it didn't quite make its uh, budget back at least at the theater however I'm sure worldwide VHS everything rentals I'm sure it made its money back eventually uh, because I know I rented it a ton hmm. constantly rented this film loved it so much and it was definitely as a kid this was my intro to Tim Curry because I'd seen Legend but I didn't know I, didn't see, I, didn't, I hadn't seen Rocky Horror Picture Show when I was five. Right. You know, that was alien to me. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. Legend, like, oh, it's the devil. You know, didn't know what he looked like out of the makeup. Didn't have a clue true. who Tim Curry was. But then along came this Jim. Yes. And, like, that man is one of my favorite actors of all time. And it's all because of Clue. Is what's, that's what put me on wow. the Tim Curry train. Uh, it was directed by Jonathan Lynn. He also did Nuns on the Run. Sergeant Bilko, Greedy, and My Cousin Vinny. Uh, he also wrote it, and it was based on a story by uh, him, as well as John Landis. Uh, and it was based on the game, which was originally called Cluedo, by Anthony yep. E. Pratt. Uh, and as mentioned before, Tim Curry starring as Wadsworth, a.k.a. Oh, I better not say that just yet, because some people might not have seen this movie. Strange. enough. have. So, spoilers will commence. So, if you have not seen Clue, which Go I highly recommend you have... Please go watch it first. You will it's, thank us later. It's
1: on YouTube. If you search Clue movie, and I think it's on either Hulu or it's on one or Amazon. Yeah. It's on one of the streaming ones for sure. But, I mean, you can even watch it for free on YouTube. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you gotta go. You know, watch all those stars and crap. Like I watched on YouTube because I didn't even search the other things. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it takes up a quarter of the screen, and the rest of it is like just garbage too. Yeah. So they don't get detected. You can just zoom in. I did. Yeah, yeah. I zoomed into the whole thing, and it was garbage resolution, (laughs) but I still watched the movie. I could just listen to the movie and have a good time. Yes, like we were seeing earlier, off camera.
0: Yeah, (laughs) but also, supporting, uh, uh, like I mentioned before, Tim Curry as Wadsworth, aka Mr. Body, depending on which ending you prefer. Uh, Also, of course, Legend, Rocky Horror, Home Alone 2, Fern Gully, uh, the original It, Mm. still my Pennywise, uh, and also the (laughs) 80s version of Annie. Uh, also Madeline Kahn was Mrs. White Blazing Saddles Young Frankenstein and American Tale uh, Bill Cosby's which I think it was just called Cosby at that time mm, he's like I don't even know because he had the Cosby show and then he came back with a show and she was in it I think it was just called Cosby at that point mm. but of course now yeah he's done <laughs> but uh the great Christopher Lloyd is Professor Plum Back to the Future Roger Rabbit Suburban Commando One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest he's done it all uh, Eileen Brennan was Mrs. Peacock, The Sting, Jeepers Creepers, Private Benjamin, and Michael McKean as Mr. Green, Better Call Saul, which is sort of, to me, his yeah. a showcase of how good of an actor he is. Yep. Uh, also, of course, this is Spinal Tap, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. R- mainly a comedic actor, but then when he, every episode of Better Call Saul, just mm-hmm. like, ugh, you hate him, but like, y'all oh, just hug your brother, man. But Nope. <laughs> Not going to be doing it no. <laughs> He might get into spoilers not, for that. Not going to happen. But, uh, but Martin Mull It's Colonel Mustard, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, Jingle All the Way, Mr. Mom. Uh, the lovely Leslie Ann Warren is Miss Scarlet. Uh, my mom knows her mainly from the TV movie of Rodgers and Hammerstein's uh, Cinderella, because she used to watch that when she was a kid, and every time it came on network television when me and my brother were children, she would make sure that the whole family watched it. And mm. I hate it with a passion. Ah, not a fan, but also she was a regular in TV's Mission Impossible, and also she was the mom in the Aerosmith's Janie's Got a Gun video, which I hmm. didn't know until I read that on IMDb. Yeah, I don't frequent that video. Me either. I remember <laughs> it, but I don't remember yeah. anything else about it. Uh, Colleen Camp, the lovely Colleen Camp, was a vet, uh, of course, a uh, veteran of the, well, no, not a veteran of the podcast, but uh, she was in Wayne's World, Die with a Vengeance, Apocalypse Now, in America. She was in something. She was not something that we covered on the podcast.
1: I don't man, remember. if only people on YouTube watching us could tell us. Hmm. But, you know. I'm watching that chat box. You're probably really. watching an old stream of this. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you will not see any updates on the, right. on the chat box. And uh, appropriately named Lee Ving as Mr. Body. He was a front man and is the front man for a band called Fear. Uh, supposedly it's a pretty uh, relevant uh, punk band. I've never heard of him myself personally. Uh, but he's also in Flashdance. And he was literally picked to be Mr. Body because of his name, Lee Ving, L-E-E, last name Ving, V-I-N-G. Leaving? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Mr. Body will be leaving. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Uh, Uh, The Lovely Jane Whiteland was a singing Telegram girl, of course, uh, rhythm guitarist for the Go-Go's, and a veteran of the podcast because she was Joan of Arc in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and she also uh, got to be a Trekkie, or uh, because she's a Trekkie, got to be in Star Trek IV. Uh, Bill Henderson is the police officer in the film. He was also in City Slickers, Fletch, and White Men Can't Jump. <sighs> There's a big cast. Uh, Jeffrey Kramer was the motorist. Most notably, he was uh, Roy Scheider's deputy in Jaws One and Two. He was also in Halloween Two, and uh, he's actually nowadays uh, more in the producing field. As he's a producer on Ale- was a producer on Alan McBeal and also the practice. So he kind of moved away from acting into a different aspect of the film world. And last but not least, Howard Hessman as the chief. Uh, most notably, what I remember him from, was Head of the Class, a TV show in the 80s where he was a teacher, uh, and also Flight of the Navigator. And he took over, he was uh, Commandant Lassard's brother, I think, in Police Academy 2, which is why Commandant Lassard wasn't in Police Academy 2, because they had Howard Hessman ah. as the brother. All right. Well, first of all, what a fucking cast, man. Right. Tim Curry, Madeline Kahn, Christopher Lloyd, Michael McKean, Martin Mull, these are like tested comedian, comedic actors in film, and also dramatically as well. Uh, all in the same film, and what what blows my mind when I, every single time I watch this, there's always some little part that either I forgot or I caught for the first time. And I've, I promise you, no exaggeration, I've seen this movie at least forty to fifty times. Like no, Austin no, oh, Star Wars hundred times. Nah, you've probably seen it. Forty or fifty, maybe. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when, <laughs> I've seen this about four or five times, I've, which I've, is significant for me. I've watched this so many times as a kid. Because, of course, as I've mentioned before on the podcast, in case you're new, uh, you know, back in the day, we have to rent it. You, know, you get a VHS, you would have it for 24 hours, unless it was yeah. an old release, which this one was. You got it for like three days. Yeah. So, you know, I just spent three bucks on it. I'm going to watch it as many times as I can. You know, oh, it's over now. While it's rewinding, let me go to the bathroom, get a snack come back oh it's still rewinding oh life was so simple back then yep
1: (laughs) now we're streaming on the internet yeah now you just have to deal with ads oh yeah hit that little (laughs) (laughs) no we don't have any ads yet nope just just watch and listen for free yep forever
0: (laughs) never goes away until unless the internet becomes well you actually have to pay for the internet sort of Unless you're at Starbucks or something.
1: Yeah, that's true. We're not going to be streaming from Starbucks. Although we could. That's ain't too much, right? Yeah, we could.
0: On-site at Starbucks. Can you keep it down over there? Yeah.
1: (laughs) But, uh, yeah, in case you
0: didn't notice, I really, really love this movie. Mm. Uh, It's one of those, if I'm, I don't have cable anymore, but if I'm flip, if I was flipping channels and I saw that clue was on, it stopped, remote's going down, no matter where it is in the movie, Mm. and it's, I'm good to go
1: was like uh, in that Seinfeld episode where that dude loved Desperado so much, oh yeah, <laughs> he would stop everything, yeah, and listen to the song. stop clues on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, did you hear something?
0: Yeah. From across, close by, I look over at the <laughs> just sit there the whole time. Do you want to watch this movie? No, it's no clue. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Monopoly, yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's this movie clue. is was so good and is so good that they can't even make any more board game
1: movies because well, the bar is so <laughs> high. <laughs> Oh, man. They will, eventually. It'll just be something stupid like Monopoly. Yeah. I mean, there isn't... I mean,
0: is there any other board game movies... Act- well, Jumanji... Jumanji, but
1: that even, wasn't even based on a board yeah, game. Yeah, that was a book. It was a board game after the fact. Yeah, And it uh, still wasn't... And even the new one couldn't even take a nod to the board game. It was yeah, about video, video games game. or something like that. I have not seen it. Um, you can tell us in the chat how it was if you're listening live on YouTube. Um. Yeah, I can't think of any that would actually stand out. Oh, oh no, Battleship. Okay, <laughs> I chose
0: to forget about that one. <laughs> me did. Uh, me did too. Me, me host. Me, me speak English. There wasn't uh, a Monopoly movie. Pretty sure there wasn't. No, I remember there was talk of one. I think Ridley Scott was like his production company right. was supposed to be handling it or something like that. But then I think I, I guess Battleship came out and they quickly decided. Oh my gosh, no. Battleship! One of the worst movies I've
1: ever seen in my life. <laughs> I can't think of any other Such a bad movie. Yeah, that might be it. But I will do some phone research research
0: right now. (laughs) now. But uh, yeah, anyway. But Clue is just it's it's just every piece of this film from the look, the aesthetic, the set design, the acting, the costuming, the the bit characters, everything in this film works so (laughs) Ouija. It is a board game. Yeah,
1: Ouija. And apparently, Zathura of Space Adventure. I don't know if that was and a game. I thought that was just a kid's movie. It was probably like Jumanji, you know, the mm. backwards release. <laughs> and on this list, no Battleship. <laughs> no Battleship. <laughs> you can see that on uh, the YouTube stream. Yep. Look so, how close I can get. So Clue Remains, the greatest board game movie ever yep. made. And Candyland's on there, too. But I'm sure that was just a that little cartoon animated cartoon for Looks people. Like.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. So, well, that begs the question, what board game could actually be a good movie? Oh, there's tons
1: now. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's take it back a step. Uh, <laughs> back in take the back. 80s, 90s. So if we were to take it back to that time period... Tornado Rex. Fireball Island. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, how exciting would that be? This island's going to explode. Yeah. We have and to get across the big ass Bridge. fireballs
1: are just coming at you from all directions. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, there are a lot of the lesser known ones. You know, take, take apart the, uh, the Targets and the Walmart releases. Yeah. There were lots of games back then that no one's ever heard of that very small crap. Like in 1979, there was a game called uh, Stop Thief about just this area that was just, there's like four stores there and each of them are just being attacked by thieves that are played by the computer. It was a little electronic game. Hmm, and you would hit go and you would hear footsteps you would hear a glass break or you would hear a door and that would let you know where he is and everybody's just trying to catch the thieves together Hmm. so yeah I could see that being a movie you know like all the thieves get together and you know like we have a thieves code we need to stick together (laughs) and they're opening these four (laughs) banks on all four corners we're gonna hit them as fast as we can every man for himself and then then the cops show up and that's the main characters of course the police Which bank yeah
0: one of these banks in this corner
1: yeah, and it's, it's, it'll be like, uh, I don't know, the Battle of Helms Deep, except for, <laughs> except for cops versus <laughs> robbers, and they're, like, counting the people that are booking. <laughs> I think they should turn, well, that's a real game. I was going to say freeze tag. Freeze tag, yeah. Oh, but no. Crossfire. He got me. Well, that
0: com- the commercial for Crossfire was not movie. Was the movie. Crossfire. Yeah. Floating on the pieces. That
1: was, like, one of the most epic, <laughs> yeah. greatest board game yeah. commercials ever. It was like uh, Spy Kids before Spy Kids.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So I don't think there's...
1: Yeah, in the time, for the time, yeah, there's not much to do. Um, like you said, nowadays,
0: there's so many. Yeah. You can make a movie, a good movie about pandemic or sure. House,
1: uh, Betrayal, at how, or yeah, Betrayal, Betrayal at House on the Hill. Hell, yeah, whatever. Or even Mansions of Madness, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. The, a lot I of I mean, why hasn't there been a big-budget Cthulhu movie, you know? That's, like, free for anyone to grab. Yeah, true. But... They haven't done it. And they will eventually, and maybe that'll get some nods to the board game arena. You know, it could but be a It an seems arc more like,
0: I think a more likely thing is going to be that somebody's going to have a script like, hey, this reminds me of that board game. We yeah. could probably get the license real cheap. We already got the script, and we'll just yeah. make a couple little changes here, and now we have a movie. They'd get that license for free. <laughs> I guarantee you. Yeah, probably. Because the publicity yeah. would just be, can't pass it up. Mm-mm. But anyway. What they did with, with looking at Clue, because, you know, it's, it's a whodunit. Right. And, uh, you know, in the, in the board game, you're, every, uh, everybody's playing as a different suspect in the house. One location, like mm-hmm. we talked about last week, which made us so excited that we had, had to yeah. go home and watch Clue. And that's what we're talking about today. Uh, so it really, especially in the hindsight of the movie, it lends itself to it. However, I never would have thought to make it a comedy it could have been a, a, yeah. a, a, a like a dark mystery, like no Miss Scarlet, right. it was you instead of Miss Scarlet, you know, and all the hilarity that ensues. All right, but it all—that's the genius of the movie to me—is that you know it's a whodun- whodunit mystery. People are dying all over this movie, right? <laughs> but it's it ne- you know it's it maintains its comedic, the comedic beats. Every one of them hits mm-hmm. for me. It's just so funny, and again, it's it's the little things that make this movie much like akin to like a Three Amigos, in my opinion, right? Uh, or a Ghostbusters. It's the little things. It's the it's not the big jokes. It's the offhanded comments, or just the
1: physicality of some of the actors, especially with each other. Yeah. In this movie, or it even just, like you mentioned off camera, I mean, you were just hearing it, and you was like, "I like his face right there." Not even seeing the screen, yeah. you knew it in your head. Like I said, I've seen, I promise you I've seen this at least 40 to 50 Yeah, I know, but just him yeah, raising his eyes like that. Well, it's Tim Curry. I mean, you can see man on YouTube. of a thousand faces. Us doing it. Yeah, but uh, you obviously like this movie, too, so... Yeah. What do you think? Or just, you know... I mean, you're hitting all the notes, right? Because uh, it's an inspiring movie, too, for uh, someone who makes films, too. Because mm-hmm. this is all in one location. Mm-hmm. You can do this at your house, people. If, <laughs> you, if you had a study, a basement... Well, you know, you adjust to A what you have. billion room. You, you, Here's, hmm. Okay, if you had to make it themed, in the hall yes.
0: bathroom.
1: If you had to theme it as such to Clue, yeah, yeah, that would be more difficult. Of but, course. I mean, if you look at... People have made the map of that house in Counter-Strike. You know, you can oh, run wow. around the house It's in this movie. The switches are all where they need to be and everything. <laughs> um, That's awesome. But, um yeah, you can look at it from overhead and they... Made it just like the map. Like, this house was perfect for it. I don't... I mean, I don't know if you have information on that, whether they actually adjusted the house to make it so. so. I'm sure they did. Just found a house with the nine rooms like that, or whatever well, it was. for
0: the movie, we little preview of the trivia part, is that they... The whole... Everything's a set. The whole house is a set for this Oh! Film. It had to be, then. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because
1: it's perfectly laid out. Just yeah. like a board.
0: Well, if you notice, one of the coolest things, I think, is that if... In the main hallway... The tile shape is the board tiles. Oh, wow. So it's, it's, again, talk how how great they integrated the board game aspect, the mystery aspect, and then you throw the comedy on top of it all together, and it just, it works. Right. It it, it (laughs) works unbelievably. Yeah. Like, again, I think the bar was raised so high with this film, being based on a board game, they just can't, like, oh, oh, you're right, this is a great idea, John, but... It's no clue. It's it'll never. It be. doesn't pass the clue test. <laughs> but uh, even as far as to where the secret passages go and come out, that matches the board game. Right. The one that goes from the kitchen to the billiard room or wherever it goes. Yeah. There, that's all exact from the board game. Wow. So
1: that was the attention they put. To like. That's when you had writers that cared. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> Unlike and, battleship, he's like, I never play battleship. It's about oh, a ship, right? Yeah. Aliens, right? Aliens. yeah. Aliens
0: like attacking the navy.
1: Yeah. I can't. I can't write a script where people fight people.
0: <laughs> like, uh, like that. Uh, see, I think that's exactly what happened. Is like what I was mentioned earlier was that they had this script for an alien invasion. Right. They go, oh, those are a dime a dozen. We need something to draw people in. Yeah. What license can we slap on those? Exactly. And then because that's cross the promotion. Int- that's the entire where the money is. reason it's called Battleship is because they have that one scene where they're like pinging to try to hit them. They're like try A fourteen. Nothing's there. Damn it. B twelve.
1: We got a hit. We
0: got a hit. Like, oh gosh. I mean, it's so dumb.
1: God, that movie was terrible. <laughs> like, so bad. Just, I don't know. Yeah, I remember very little of it. I remember it was filmed around here. Some mm-hmm. of it, some of it, and some in Hawaii. But remember, Rihanna's in there for some reason. Gambit. It just reminded me of Cammy and Street Fighter Two. <laughs> or I mean, the Street Fighter Street, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> just like she's just thrown in. There. Yeah. For no other reason. <laughs> but I liked Cammy a lot more. Yeah. I mean, two musicians thrown into some role they don't belong to. Just to be a name in it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ugh. But, yeah.
0: In case you didn't notice, Clue is really fucking good. Yeah. uh, But, I mean, and the performances are so nuanced in it. Just how they feed, like, reaction-wise and how they feed off each other. Like, to be a fly, or just to be, you know, even just a boom mic operator on the set, just Mm -hmm. for, like, knowing actors of this quality all in the same room. Yeah. And there's not a weak link. There's no... No one in here is a bad actor.
1: Except the first guy that died. (laughs) Oh, I mean... And the Leaving. Um, Well, she had like one line. Yeah. Dinner will be prepared. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. And And then she just has to fall over. But I mean, even the telegram girl was a good actor. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, there was nothing... Nothing stands out as bad in the film. Right. You know, there's not... uh, I mean, of course, there's no CG or anything. I mean, it's all practical. Yeah. Uh... It's just, it's just such a blast to watch. Mm-hmm. I have nothing but a joy in my heart and a smile on my face whenever I watch this movie. Yeah, I, I honestly have nothing bad to say about it. Too, like
1: even but. the lead up to it, like yeah. lead up to the quote unquote action of the movie, like it's the awkward meeting of strangers. Yeah, I mean even that part. And interesting.
0: it's so it's and the thing is the movie is it takes itself seriously.
1: Mm-hmm. To
0: where like you know everybody like oh yes, pleased to meet you Mrs. White and then like it's the subtle yeah. stuff because Wadsworth steps in dog shit. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, and then it's and just, just carries on. Like, no names, sir. like everybody's so serious, but the it's or the com- comedy is organic and it just happens. Yeah. and it's not like an Adam Sandler movie or a Joe Abbattow movie where it's just forced and then you have some dramatic thing right. at the end. Like even everything in this movie, it doesn't sacrifice the, the comedy for any other aspect of it. Right, and that is so rare because usually, Adam Sandler movie, Happy Gilmore. Love that movie to death, but you have that 10-minute part, like, no, we have to save Grandma's house. And it just gets really serious, and then right back to the comedy. Yeah. But good comedies just keep rolling (laughs) right through all the dramatic stuff, like Naked Gun. Not that there's much dramatic stuff in it, but, I mean, there's never a break. Three Amigos, even when, like,
1: yeah, it's real. It's
0: (laughs) still funny. Like, it's just like...
1: (gasps) Like, it's just... I watched an interesting video about... uh, It's called... The Day the Simpsons Died. It talks about um, when they feel the Simpsons... Oh, hey. ...done. Oh, hey. Clue rules. That's right. Um, I agree. It was the episode where Skinner was revealed to not be Principal Skinner. He was actually replaced uh, as a leading officer, like when he was thought to be dead. Hmm. They said that killed a character that was eight seasons old and then uh, went... Anyway, that's not the point. The point is the writers and everything went away. And those writers from the 80s and everything who went on to do great things, they put layers into the comedy. Mm -hmm. Like you can take 15 seconds and there would be four jokes in there that were funny. Whereas today's writing, sitcom writing and Simpsons writing, it's almost as if it's waiting for a laugh track. Yeah. Yeah. That's why
0: I despise
1: the Big Bang Theory. I hate it with exactly. every fiber of my being. It's that's not the funny. the example they used was Big Bang Theory. And they took out the laugh track on it and says, see how effective this is now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, You're not then, being told where, when to laugh. Right. Or, like,
0: because my mom loves Big Bang Theory. I'm like, Mom, yeah. you like, you like. it's because they make, like, like oh, this is. I mean, is I know a lot of people like it. And that's yeah, fine. Not, hey, if you like it, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> that's but fine. It, it's that's not good comedy. Go <laughs> yep. watch Seinfeld. Yep. Oh, I hate Seinfeld. Big Bang Theory is so much funnier than Seinfeld. Go choke yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I like Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, exp- explanatory humor. Like, oh, you're nothing like Reed Richards because of those cosmic rays. Or, you know, you just make some obtuse reference to nerd culture or geek culture. And then mm-hmm. you throw the laugh track in when that happens. And all of a sudden people are like, oh, that must be funny. <laughs> I know when to laugh. Tell me when to laugh. And then a lot of people, I say a lot of people, but a few people I know can't even watch a comedy if it has a laugh track. Mm. Or even if it's a live audience. For example, one of the funniest TV shows out there is the IT Crowd, and it's on Netflix. It's on Hulu, I believe. But one of my best friends, Perry, who will never watch this, but uh, shame <laughs> on you, Perry. But uh, <laughs> he, even though I know he would love it and would laugh his ass off, right? He's not going to watch it because it has a live
1: audience laugh track to it. But so it's just laugh tracks, not necessarily a live audience, because I know he watches America's Got Talent or yeah. America's Talent. But
0: like it. some shows will have like. To where it's live laughter, and then some right. just have the, ah, yeah, ah, you know, you hear the they, same laughter. Right, because like you know it's, or, um, home- How I Met element. Your Mother so.
1: was filmed in a studio, no yeah. audience, but they added in later. Mm. Uh, yeah, those are the worst. Those are like, you could have had a show without it. I, mean, I don't need to be told when to laugh. I'll laugh if something's funny. It's a tougher job for the writer. For I agree sure. completely, but yeah.
0: not for a good writer. Right, not for a good writer, like or if, a good you know, group of writers. yeah. If you can write yeah. something that doesn't need a laugh track and you're getting that kind of response, yeah. you have excelled at your job. Have you seen The In-Betweeners? Oh, wait, mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. I've seen like The, the Tile on Netflix or Hulu. Watch
1: Never it. Never watched it. Watch it. Watch it. It's good? Watch it, guys. I mean, it's very old. Mm-hmm. The movies... Is it a BBC show? It's a BBC yeah. show. Watch the show. The, skip the, Don't do the movies until the end because they filmed them afterwards anyway. The movies are really just because oh I miss the characters I want to see them oh, do yeah. one more thing because it's not as good as the show. Mm. The show's that happens. Yeah. But I love like BBC humor or just BBC shows.
0: And that's why I IT Crowd, it, Mighty yeah. Boosh, Father Ted. Uh, we got on a uh, little black or Black Books was really good. Uh, we just get on kicks with them hmm. like our like Faulty Towers is the one we're watching watching now with John Cleese, right. young John Cleese. So it's like. Yeah. The man remember, hasn't
1: changed. I remember that on uh, public... Uh, public uh, yeah, PBS. PBS, yeah.
0: Because yeah. I was like, this looks so familiar. And then like, I was looking it up like, yeah, hey, you used to run on PBS.
1: Spaced. Have you watched that? Uh, I know which
0: one... I know what you're talking about. That's the one with... Uh, what's his name? Simon Pegg, right? Or is that something different? Yeah, I think so. Tell us. Because I've... Oh, wait. That's Roger. Hey, Roger. Don't die no. in the hurricane. Oh, yeah, don't die.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I guess he's okay. He's yeah. chatting. He's still got, Or he's either watching on his phone or hopefully. You got power, Roger? It's hard. I don't even know how to type on the phone. So if you figured it out, good for you. But um, he must be on a computer. But yeah, right now, to put this in time, uh, was it? Hurricane Irma mm-hmm. It's making its way to Tampa. Yep, Simon Pegg, er- Edgar right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Haven't watched it all. I've watched a few of them. I mean, when you have those kind of names, still have power. That's good. Nice. Nice. Awesome. That's what you pay for, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah. Uh, anyway, more of a, now some behind the scenes stuff about Clue. And he's on his phone. Cool. Awesome. Nice. Uh, as, because we got so, I got so hyped up last episode when we were talking about Clue being one of the best films of 1985, which it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> how three innings were shot and a different one was shown at each theater. All three were included on video and of course D V D, however. But on D V D and Blu-ray you have the option to where you can play all the endings. Yeah. Which is that's how I grew up with the movie because that was the VHS. I remember that too. So you know, that's how it could have happened, or like this, or or here's how it really happened. Yeah. But the fun feature on the Blu ray and the D V D is that you can just have it play a random ending. So even as you're watching
1: it, you never know what the ending's gonna be for that version. I was thinking about that today. The appeal of board games. This is kind of crossover because we're talking about a board game movie. Mm -hmm. Um for two hours, I can play a board game, and I don't know how it's going to go. Yeah, I know how to play the game. Uh, I know how to interact with the other people at the table. I know the theme and all that stuff, but I don't know how it's going to go. Whenever I watch a movie, it takes about the same amount of time, but I know how it's going to go every time. And I'm basically watching for nostalgia, I guess, mm-hmm. like especially if it's a repeat over and over again. But uh, something unique that Clue does is give me a movie where I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I know choices that are gonna happen, just like in a board game. I know multiple ways this can end. Some I don't know which one's gonna be though. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna to try to make it this way, but of course you can't influence yeah. the movie. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it doesn't seem that far off to where you can influence a movie. Yeah, it'd be a lot more to film, and uh, I don't know. I think that'd be a cool thing to bring back.
0: I think I don't see why like that. Uh, somebody with. Uh, this idea is copyright, age visited 2017, Trey Harris, essentially. Like, just like a TV show to where instead of like, you know, calling in to vote somebody off or whatever. Right. Like each episode ends with like a critical choice. Like, you can't save them both,
1: John. You have to pick one. Like so then, Robin, uh, when Joker <laughs> killed Robin. Basically. Or, uh, everyone had to, uh, it was, uh, it was the comics. Like, do you
0: want Joker to kill Robin or not?
1: Right. It was the, the Joker that no one cared for. Jason Todd? Yeah. yeah. Robin, yeah. Yeah. Robin, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, and the people, people wrote voted and to they killed kill <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or just, and then like, you know, that's that episode.
0: But they, all, they they film out, they just go ahead and like film like most of it to like, they have they know which one they have to shoot. Yeah. But I mean, just imagine, you know, you call, it costs a dollar to vote or whatever. Mm-hmm. You make, you know, and it, as long as you're telling a compelling story, of course, is the main thing. Yeah. Cause, but if people are watching it, and then like you can, okay, now. You, we did this. Yeah, like, you know, you're basically, you're the one deciding or in, in mass who to kill off or... Does he go to
1: the jail or does he go to the bank? or like... That's a good... I mean, we have the capabilities of filming shorts, and that seems like a great short YouTube uh, mm-hmm. show. Um, there is a show called Watch It Played. It's a, um, you, it's a board game show on YouTube that um, the guy plays the game as a run-through. First, he teaches you how to play it. Then he takes it turn by turn. And at the end of the turn, he says, what should my next move be? write down in the comments below and whatever one gets the most likes is what I'll do in the next video. So every week he posts an update, takes about two turns and says, "Okay, what's my next move?" and everybody votes for it and he mm-hmm. does that. So I mean, it's kind of similar in that regard. Yeah. Much less writing. Yeah. <laughs> Let everybody else do the writing for you. Usually letting other people vote on
0: yeah, like what I mean, well, how
1: are we going to start the next video? Yeah. After that, we'll we'll take it from there, but essentially it's the same. It's more, you know, playing a board game versus Actually, doing a narrative, but um, yeah, I think it's a great idea, and we yeah. should do it. Yeah, there we go. Copyright Asia
0: Visit 2017. Uh, like we said, uh, let's see. Oh, and then, in fact, when the movie was still playing in the theaters, some of the uh, newspaper print ads, because mm-hmm. to date, like this again, this is Asia visited, Like one of the f- Fridays were so awesome for me as a kid, mm-hmm. because we'd always get the paper, the you know paperboy deliveries, but it always here in Baton Rouge it was called the fun section. Yeah, and it was. I, 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 when I would get home from school, I couldn't wait to go find the fun section. What movie started this week? What's that going on? Oh, look what's! Oh, this is out now. Well, you know, it was so exciting yep. to see you know and see the ads in the paper. You know, as a kid, like oh
1: oh, this is playing here and here. Just yeah, because you. I mean, unless you were reading like trade magazines or something, yeah, which we weren't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You had no clue what was happening. Yeah, or unless you're you know, and
0: here in our neck of the woods, there wasn't. It wasn't Hollywood South at that point. It was rinky-dink Louisiana, so nobody gave a shit. So there was, unless, I guess, you subscribed to Premiere or something else, you really had no idea, aside from the trailers you saw in front of other movies. Yeah. So, or even the trailers you might have seen, saw in front of VHS movies, because they used to have the trailers in front of movies on VHS, Mm. which they still kind of do on Blu-ray and DVD, but you can skip them. Mm. VHS was a little bit harder.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, crap, we're in the movie, go back. Oh, too far. I Just leave it.
1: And then it also depended on how good your v- VCR was because it was... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then you should click, click, click. Mm-hmm. Zzz, go the other way. Oh. oh kids have it so different. easy today. I know.
0: Now it's people complaining about, I can't. My finger's too fat to slide My the bar time. on the part I want to see.
1: <laughs> yeah. At least you ain't got our fucking rewind. Right. I mean, come on. My uh, finger's too fat to fast forward through this movie I illegally downloaded. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: But anyway, I was getting at, uh, newspaper print ads would indicate which version was playing on which screen. So Mm -hmm. if people wanted to go back and see it, to see the different ending. Because, again, this is 1985. If you haven't seen it, or, uh, you know, it's not like you can just, like today, where you can just pull it up and watch it anytime. No, you had to like, oh, wow, if I want to see this ending, I want to go see it at 7 o'clock at Segan Village. Or I want to go see it at 8.15 at this other S.N. Lane Cinema 6. uh, Because... You know, back then, you didn't know. I mean, there's still movies that yeah. have never been released on DVD mm-hmm. or Blu ray. Well, Daily Play was one of them until just a couple of years ago when they released the sequel. Yeah. And they finally put it out. You know, so like uh. Uh, back in the day, you might, you literally might not ever see this movie again, or you had you had no idea when you
1: would. Whereas today, I'm watch it again right now, repeat. Yep. Done.
0: <laughs> You're oh, watching a
1: bunch of screens now. Like, like used to dream like, uh, and uh, Ninja Turtles in the Foot Clan Lair, <laughs> they had all the TV stacked oh, yeah. up all over the place. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa, that's awesome! That's amazing!" Now you could pretty much do that if well, you
0: wanted the, to. the TV wall, yeah, yeah the where TV it was wall. just TV stacked. I think Street Fighter, Van D- Van Dam Street Fighter, had that in Bison, the big TV wall. Like that's so awesome. Yeah, just, it's like a giant. But I mean, it's a whole bunch of. It's basically each TV is a pixel, right? So you still have the black
1: like oh, dividers yeah, yeah, and everything.
0: Yeah. But you know, it's like, oh, that's just amazing. Ah, I want that so bad, but you know. <laughs> Even then, like, we stop and think, like, that's so dumb. I mean, got, it it's is. like watching everything through a grid. <laughs> but that's, like you're that. it looking up. <laughs> yeah, looking at the, the sewer. sewer.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, let's see. As I mentioned, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of trivia for this film, like, three pages. Of of interesting things. So let's get moving. Uh, Like I mentioned earlier, the floor is based on the board game. Uh, The color of each character's car is the same color as their playing piece in the game. Now, they're not dressed in their colors. Uh Like, Miss Scarlet is not wearing scarlet. Miss Peacock does have female peacock feathers in her thing. Mr. Green's wearing a blue suit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Professor Plum's not wearing anything purple except I think his tie, maybe. You know, so they're not color-coded in costume which is a good choice because then it's not like on the nose to where like here's your pseudonym also please dress in your
1: color when you come to this mysterious mansion well it also falls under the uh like uh what x-men did you know whenever there is everybody wore like this you know not x-men uniforms yeah. and everybody's going eh, <laughs> that's kind of upsetting yeah but it, yeah it would have been cool to see them in their colors
0: Let's see. Oh, the entire like I said, the entire uh, house is a set. Actually, one caveat to that, except for the ballroom, that was shot on location at a mansion in Pasadena for that one scene where they walk across the ballroom. Jeez, interesting. Sir, oh, Professor Plum indicates at dinner that he works at the World Health Organization, part of the United Nations organization. That means he works for U N O W H O, or you know who. (laughs) See, it's subtle. Subtle. Quite subtle. Very, Quite unless, subtle. You, unless you see the acronyms, you don't even know. Then right. There's a joke there.
1: Layers. Layers. Layers we're, of comedy. We're, we're in the uh, yeah. Inception joke right now. Because the writers are like, we'll get them somewhere. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> if you're will. not laughing at that, you'll laugh later at
0: something. Exactly. Uh, according to an interview with uh, Jonathan Lynn, after a screening on the 25th anniversary of the film's release, actually Carrie Fisher was supposed to play Miss Scarlet. However, four days before they started shooting, she ended up in rehab. So,
1: Hmm. Scarlet? I could see it. Yeah. I don't know if that would have improved or taken away from the movie. It would have been kind of the same, probably. Yeah, I don't think it would have made a... It'd be nice to see her do more roles, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. Because everybody's I mean, going to say Princess Leia. Of course. But, um, I mean, she's... She, I liked her in Blues, Blues Brothers. Yeah.
0: I mean, and, and she's almost similar in a bit to yes. this character, in a way. Just, like, you
1: know, cold, but, like, sassy, yeah. in a way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it would have worked. It just, yeah. It would have been nice to see her do something else.
0: Yeah. But, Leslie and Warren, you did just fine. Yep. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Again, first movie based on a board game and the best. Uh, After the production concluded, the mansion set was bought and redecorated by the producers of Dynasty. (laughs) So, if you're a fan of Dynasty, uh, the Carlton Hotel is actually the the mansion from Clue. So, makes you want to go... Watch an episode of Dynasty Not on mute. Really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just get to the cat fights. Yep. Uh, several uh, rather famous actresses or well-known actresses, actresses I should say, were considered for the role of Yvette. Jennifer Jason Lee, who's had a big resurgence lately, uh, Demi Moore, and Madonna were all considered. Mm. However, uh, Colleen Camp was so eager to earn the part, she came to the uh, her audition in a French maid costume. Uh, and pretty much the director admitted, though, he was impressed by her comedic acting skills, but her, it was her well-endowed figure that convinced him that there was no avoiding it and casting her in that role. Because <laughs> that is very important
1: to her character in this film. I guess, yeah. yeah. So, uh,
0: and then Read also, your books,
1: kids. <laughs> They're useless. <laughs>
0: uh, it, depends on how, right. it depends on how God gifts you. Right, right. Uh, Jonathan Lynn had known Tim Curry <laughs> since they were teenagers, and he personally asked him to be in the film but they were also interested in Rowan Atkinson at the time. But in 1985 Mr. in America, he, nobody knew who the hell he was. Right. Uh, speaking of British uh, TV shows, uh, Black Adder with Rowan yeah. Atkinson. Hilarious. Uh, that's another one working through as well. And they also, cons- oh, speaking of, mentioned earlier, John Cleese was also considered at one time. Which I could see that, but he's so tall. Like he would work, right. He look more like, like Lurch. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'd become the Adams Family. Uh, <clears throat> the painting behind Mr. Body's chair in the dining room scene is actually Mr. Body leaving in a butler's uh, uniform which foreshadows the revelation at the end of ending C that he's not Mr. Body but in fact is the butler hmm. which why would Mr. Body in ending C's version right. aka Tim Curry have a painting of his butler hanging in his mansion
1: for the ruse
0: <laughs> red herring you mean Right. another red herring yeah whatever <laughs> There's actually a fourth ending, scripted and shot, in which Wadsworth committed all the murders out of a twist need for perfection in his life. He reveals that he poisoned everyone with a slow-acting toxin in their drinks and an ended with Wadsworth being killed by dogs as he attempted to escape by car from the house. The rather grim nature of the ending is probably why it was never released, and it was never shown because the filmmakers thought the ending would have been too obvious. It only survives in the novelization and the storybook, which features but a single photo from that ending, which is the chief punching Wadsworth in the stomach. So, Hmm. good choice not going with the eaten by dogs and mass Jonestown-esque poisoning of the entire cast. Still, knowing they shot another one, I want to see it. (laughs) I mean, I would love to see it, but I can definitely see how, yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah. But, well, I take it back. With the skilled writers that they had in this film, maybe it would have. But reading it, (laughs) it's pretty brutal. Right. Uh, I thought this was interesting because every time I watch it, knowing the endings, I'm always like, okay... Miss Peacock isn't there or okay, this should be going on at this time. Mm -hmm. You put the pieces together when you watch it. But in ending B where it's revealed that Miss Peacock is the murderer, uh, it is revealed, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. In ending B, it's revealed that Peacock is actually shot by the chief of police when he confronts her at the car. This was in the original cut. Uh, after saying they got Miss Peacock when Wadsworth and the other five guests run outside, the chief then turns to Miss Peacock's dead body and shoots her again. <laughs> this was deemed too dark, obviously, and Eileen Brennan recorded a new line saying she's the senator's wife so that Peacock, so that Peacock is arrested instead of shot. However, the, however, part of the rejected sequence remains in the film, and you can notice that when the police run to Miss Peacock to arrest her, you can see smoke still in the air from the chief's revolver as if it had been recently fired. So stuff left on the editing room floor, floor thankfully because that's just kind of brutal too just oh just pow she's still alive yeah. i don't know that's pretty dark and then uh yeah. in, any, in the same ending mr green remarks mrs peacock was a man in orthonology a peacock refers actually does re- refer to the male the species and a peahen is a female peacock oh so there's your biology lesson for the day Ranger Rick, signing off. Uh, in two of the endings, ending A and ending Stay B... Stay wild. <laughs> Let's not give... Uh, he ain't gonna give
1: us a plug, so... <laughs> well, we, we like him. All. Yeah, we do.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway. But uh, in ending A and B, where multiple people are not the killers, as in the case in ending C, a woman is the murderer in both. The film connecting... Uh, the, it's basically referencing that old maxim: the female of the species, being deadlier than the male, which Colonel Mustard mentioned earlier mm-hmm. in the film. So it just kind of sounds... Kind of not, not necessarily a hint, but just, Well, it is sort of a hint if you've had inning A or ending B, where it turns out the female is the deadlier of the species. Mm. Uh, let's see. Other three innings, the second one Peacock, as the lone killer, is the least believable. And here's why it's possible. However unlikely that she could have killed most of the victims, the ser- scenario surrounding the motorist is dubious at best. She couldn't have stolen away from Professor Plum without him realizing it to get out of the cellar, across the hall to the cupboard, got the wrench entered through the lounge, through the conservatory, killed the motorist, back to the passage, returned to the cellar, where she emerges with Plum moments later, all without ever crossing past with,
1: uh, Miss Scarlet or Colonel Mustard, who are patrolling the ground floor. So if you they want were, to get technical about it... Right, advice, I was going to say they already had a lot of hoops to jump through, and they were like, whoa, that's a little far. <laughs> that's a stretch there, <laughs> Let's boy. Let's stop it there.
0: Let's throw that ending out. Uh, okay, this is a long one. Let me see. Two uh, Uh, okay anyway let me just read it dead air in the th- yeah I was like okay <laughs> just, we just don't start edit talking. Guys, you know that uh, in the third ending the last three murders specifically Miss Wh- White's killing of a vet is physically impossible given the order of events and here's a, here it goes. I'll do my best Tim Curry to sum oh, it up. Oh, no. But I'm not going to do the... I'm not <laughs> going to speak... Play the fun music over it. The lights are turned off, according to Wadsworth, by Mrs. White. After some physical gags, we see Miss White in the nursery on the second floor, where she dramatically screams as the window blows open. As we hear her screaming upstairs, Yvette is coming down the stairs to the ground floor, where she enters the billiard room. Yvette enters the billiard room where she speaks to her killer, allegedly Mrs. White, who, despite being heard screaming upstairs, is already strangling Yvette. Miss Scarlett is also out in the hall, sneaking into the library to kill the cop. Meanwhile, Wadsworth, who has the gun, has come downstairs to answer the door and kill the telegram girl in the moments that follow, in full view of Colonel Mustard in the dining room, Miss Scarlet leaves the library, and somehow without crossing paths, with Wadsworth and Mrs. White both return upstairs, Wadsworth back in the bedroom, and Mrs. White back to the nursery, Miss White screams at the Jack in the Box. I don't think Wadsworth at the end of the shower before returning downstairs what's more to turn back on the electricity.
1: Fantastic.
0: And to make a long story short, <laughs> too late.
1: <laughs> there you go. Great. So, I think that was a fine impression. Thanks. <laughs> go on ca- YouTube and watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I think you nailed it. Wore a tuxedo and everything. I mean, he was running all around the room and with the mic. <laughs> you no, wouldn't even wasn't.
0: know it unless you were watching it. But, yeah. Body count. Prove us otherwise. Would you like to guess the body count? Oh, Uh, I could actually count it. Actually, uh, there's two different body counts.
1: There's a body count with ending A and B and a a body count with ending C. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to take up too much time for counting, so I'm just going to throw out a number combining all of them together. Eight? Uh, Too high. Too high? Six? Uh, Six.
0: Six is the correct one. Seven with ending C, the seventh, unfortunately being Tim Curry. Mm. That always makes me sad. Tim Curry close. dies in close anything. Time. Yeah. When Tim when Tom Cruise kills him in legend, I'm just like, oh, you fucking little bitch. Couldn't you just win? Can darkness win once? You know? <laughs> oh, Roger guessed too, sorry. Ah, a little However, dude, Roger, yeah. if you and Jesse were on the prices I mean, yeah, prices right. You would have lost because you went over. That's true. And Roger, you would have won. Ah.
1: Uh, so and, you won. And, in and prices right Wednesday rules.
0: In prices right rules. You win
1: a hurricane. <laughs> Coming your way right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: score, Jesse. What would you give Clue if you had to give it a new a score? Oh, wait,
1: wait. Clue. God, it's very revisitable. Um, passes the Xanadu test. it's <laughs> <laughs> very high on the Xanadu scale. Eight and a half? Oh, maybe. Wow. yeah. Uh, I give it a nine and a half. It is one of my yeah, eight, absolute or nine, favorite even movies. Even nine, even yeah. I'm trying to think like, let's count some things against this. It's very hard to do that. Yeah, I really I. I, I I, I you can nitpick most movies
0: like sure. we're going to talk about it in a few minutes and I can nitpick what I didn't like about that. But when I'm thinking about Clue, like what what would what I change? What would I have changed? Not saying it's a perfect movie, but I can't think of anything. Yeah, you know, I think it's it, it and the thing and because it was made in the '80s and it also looks like something from like the '60s or you know, it, it's sort of not timeless, but it anachronistic in a way. It's just mm. like, I don't know, it's just, it's so damn good. It is. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Yep. Definitely one of the best comedies. If I had a, I like, raise it to a nine. Ha-ha! <laughs>
1: Success! What's your rating, listeners? Post it in the comments below, and uh, if you're watching this at a later date, I guess you could still post it in the comments below. Yeah, yeah. technically. Definitely could. But, we'll tweet yeah. it to us. It goes without revisiting. saying, Clue was.
0: One of not just one of the funniest movies of the 80s, but in my opinion, all time. And I mean, like you know, like Three Amigos, like Ghostbusters, I'm trying to think of some other ones offhand, like uh, Tropic Thunder mm-hmm. for a recent example. Uh, and it just it holds up, everything about it is so funny. The acting mm-hmm. is top notch. Like anybody who doesn't like Tim Curry, watch Clue. Yeah. Just watch Clue. Watch the last twenty minutes of Clue where he doesn't shut up and runs around <laughs> combining the elements of all three Stooges, Laurel and Hardy and Abbott and Stella, all into one character. And it's phenomenal. And then in ending C immediately turns on that Tim Curry villain switch. Yep. Because he's that good of an actor. Absolutely amazing. And, and even though Tim Curry is amazing, the whole cast is amazing. Just when 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 the uh
1: <laughs> the chemistry that's the word I was looking for. Okay, I gotta look up this guy. This uh, this Jonathan Lynn that wrote this. Mm-hmm. He also has another movie called Nuns on the Run. Yeah, which is a board game. Seriously. Now he probably didn't base it on the board game, but it's a pretty old board game. This his movie came out in 1990. I have to check. I know it's an older game, mm-hmm. but I'd be very curious if it was. I'm sure it
0: has nothing to do. It with has the board nothing. It. it has to, to do just it. be the name because Nuns
1: on the Run, you know, it rhymes. Yeah, I'm looking at the photo here, which people can see on YouTube. because yeah. I'm holding up my, my mother phone loved here. that movie. Because she likes nuns. Yeah, Nuns on the Run. Uh, nuns on the Run, the actual game, is about uh, one person plays the nuns, and the other people play people staying with the nuns. And um, they're sneaking out of their rooms at night and trying to get something. Like, they have a goal in mind. Like, yeah, that's not I want to eat candy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not it at all. But funny that they had the same name. Yeah. I'm going no. to bet he's a board gamer. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Damn it, they got me Jumanji either. before me. And there was a board game called My Cousin Vinny, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't that. <laughs> I don't know how that would work. Right? <laughs>
0: That's some sort of lawyer game where, like, yep. you're getting evidence cards or... Like, I'm the car expert. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey. I'm sure somebody can make it work. You can make it work, I'm sure, Jesse, but sure. Three men and a little lady. That could be a hidden movement game where she's moving around the <laughs> we town. We gotta find the lady. We gotta the find the lady. <laughs> lady.
0: Where is this little lady? I'll it's the best war game adaptation ever, Roger says. You're damn right.
1: Yes. I mean, we talked about that earlier. We covered, what was it, like Battleship? Yeah. Ouija. What was the other?
0: There was one other one, wasn't <laughs> it?
1: Jumanji was the other way around. Yeah. book, the, game, yeah. in-game. And um, that's thorough that's or whatever, but that was also the other way around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the best, and it's going to be hard to beat. Yep. I don't, until, you know... Can't imagine like shoots and ladders, bro. Has I potential. Mean, the hot games right now that people might do something with because Walmart and Target are starting to get into board game, yeah. Um, big time, big time, yeah. And so, that's even, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if they're gonna stick with it. They've been selling them off like crazy. Oh, uh, and also Best Buy. I was in Best Buy for the yes. first time, like, there's a board game section in Best Buy, Yep. Catan, you could find at most places, mm-hmm. so that. I mean I don't know what you would do it about it's about people settling into the island of Catán. I mean it's, it's, we could even take like we could take The Walking Dead right. and edit together a trailer for Dead of Winter. For sure. For a movie. Absolutely. You know, I mean, no it, doubt. It, you know, it's, it, it's it's The Walking Dead in winter. That's, yeah, all, it that's is. all it is. It's snow is it's snowing. Um somebody's bound to do Ticket to ride it'd be like an action movie where it's like Okay, we're going to uh, race trains across the USA. <laughs> it's it's going to be Fast and Furious on trains or something. Vin Diesel on a conductor's hat yeah. with a little mustache. Yeah. I live my life. I live my life on the rails. Oh, yeah, <laughs> one rail at a time. One
0: <laughs> God, I, I, I would see it. I would absolutely go see Fast, 18th century Fast and the Furious on trains oh, if it had the same cast, but like
1: ticket to ride. Yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. And they brought back uh, Paul Walker and CG. (laughs) CG, Yeah. Because most of that movie, he was CG. I didn't realize that. Like, I watched the behind the scenes. His brother played a lot of those roles that he was in. Oh, wow. And they just CG'd his face on top of him. Wow. Yeah, it's nuts. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was, like, just one part or something. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. most of the movie.
0: Yep, but uh, in the real world, or, okay, this is our test stream, are we going to do this, read this out for the podcast, or... Just talk about, um, recap, well, just a simple well, recap.
1: Uh, whatever. Yeah, Do whatever free. you want. <laughs> In the real world,
0: again, uh, Clue released uh, December 13th, 1985. Two days prior, Hugh Scrutton is killed outside a Sacramento, California computer rental store by a Unabomber bomb, becoming the first fatality of the Unabomber. Mm. And speaking of the Unabomber, that like... Congratulations, guy. <laughs> uh, when like they released that sketch of the Unabomber, mm-hmm. like as a five-year-old kid, that's... The crap out of me. The, the one with glasses? Yeah, with, and the hoodie, with the hoodie and the little weird. Because it, it looked like Weird Al. Like, <laughs> weird it, Al's killing people. When I, was, I don't know, but just like that police sketch just terrified me as a kid. Like, I, I couldn't look at it. If I saw it like on the cover of Time magazine as a kid, I was just like, that's scary. Because I mean, it was a real monster, is why it was scary to me. Yeah, the, the real monster was. But when you look at it now, yeah, it's totally yeah. Weird Al. <laughs> with sunglasses instead of real glasses. Yeah. Prescription glasses. And it's actually a series now on some channel. This way, with uh, what's his there. name from Avatar and Paul Bettany, Sam Worthington. There's like a history mm-hmm. thing. Stop it, Jesse! I'm freaking <laughs> out, man! I'm hey. freaking out. <laughs> hey, here's some packet. Here, open this package for me, little kid. Hold away! Let me get away! Let me get away! Yeah, but yeah. So the Unabomber was active around the same time as this film was coming out. So, any final thoughts on Clue, Jesse? Ted Kaczynski. That's right. Not Wait. John Krasinski.
1: But Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. I mean, let's take a second to talk about the board game because we actually played it like what two years ago. Yeah, and your wife won. (laughs) Surprisingly, my wife kicked our ass at Clue. Big time. Third round. Yeah. Like third or fourth round. Like
0: I got, I got. I'm like down. Like okay, I got two suspects. I just. Can't put, I can't put my finger on the murder weapon. She's like, she yeah, uh, I'm done. It's bam, bam, bam. Like, I, I was, I was dumbfounded. I was like, no fucking way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I was, that. I was adamantly <laughs> like, there is no way that you did this. Yeah, why
1: are you doing this? <laughs> yeah, like,
0: you're just because I thought she wanted to go home. Right. That she was tired and she wanted to go. So this was her way of like revealing the cards. Being, like, oh, I I'm got wrong. Guess we gotta go. The game's over, <laughs> or whatever. But she was dead right. Well, only that player would go out. So yeah, oh, that's true because she would look at it and she's wrong. Yeah. She would put it back in, but she and still could play.
1: She might, she might have just want to go lay in, on the couch and go to sleep. Right, but she didn't. She was. She kicked. At, I mean, I was like, I have a lot of board dumbfounded. games. Dumbfounded. I have like three hundred fifty board games. Clue is still a good one. Like of those classics you fun. find. Yeah. Um, it's one of the better ones. Definitely. Yeah. Because it's just I don't know. It's
0: it's different every time in a sense. Yeah. And then just you know, but and I think it's. It paved the way for social deduction games like Absolutely. Resistance, Secret
1: Hitler, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. People are hiding things from me. Yeah. That part was How fun. How do I figure it out? So yeah, they took that element and spread it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like Clue as a board game. should play it and play some other ones that do stuff. If you want my opinion, you could uh, send an email to uh, 80srevisit at gmail.com there or ask in the comments below of what kind of board game is like Clue that I could play.
0: Bam. But back to the future segment now. Uh, it's been about two weeks, unfortunately, since we last podcasted, so got some catching up to do. Game of Thrones uh, finale, yeah. so spoilers on that if you haven't seen it, which you I should got, have by now. I got something right. You were right. <laughs> and then it's something I didn't see coming at all, Littlefinger.
1: Sure. Yeah. But that was cool. Whatever. That was stupid. <laughs> Here's why it's stupid.
0: Uh... <laughs> Was... He, he, this Littlefinger's been out active for seven fucking seasons. Yeah, Minute plans behind the scenes yeah. manipulating everyone. And he just gets taken out because I saw you telling my father this. Like, right. they, they, they don't believe that there's White Walkers but they believe this kid's seeing through
1: birds and traveling through time. That was to one an, of the theories I had though about Littlefinger is like, oh, they're playing him. Now they're not showing us. I thought that was foolish that they were showing the audience the behind the scenes of the sisters, they shouldn't have done yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Because then it feels like, oh, well, you were just stringing us along like you were stringing along Littlefoot. They should have always done it with him present. Yeah. And showing that. But see, I thought the reverse of that,
0: that that was all just part of Littlefinger's machinations. Oh, like he no. would, like I, to, to show that he was, he knew he was doing it on purpose, which he was, but it backfired on him. Yeah. Because of on. the fact that Bran's a three-eyed raven. Right. Bullshit. Yeah. I'm just saying Did that he he, he went that? out, he, he went out too soon. Like, I I, I would have put money on him being on the Iron Throne at the end. Oh wow, because they built him like he's always been like that, always in the back. Like, yes, Sansa, we're going to do this now. I'll help you. <laughs> like, I help your mother. He's yeah. always just menacing. Like, you know, he he disappears for a couple episodes, but he comes back like with all of these carefully placed, yeah, uh, seeds that are. Bearing fruit, I would not be surprised if there's something that comes along later that he, like, if he's dead, that something like he might have allowed for even. Yeah. Because what bugs me about him dying like he did. Oh, he agrees with you.
1: <laughs> great minds, great think, minds alike.
0: think alike, but fools are seldom different. Is uh, the second part of that? But hey,
1: <laughs> I don't, I'm a fool. <laughs> no for one ever says the second. <laughs> exactly.
0: But uh, he left a little finger. Be uh, yep. Yep. Exactly. But it's just. Now, I can see that being his fate, but not just, oh, we got to kill somebody off in the season finale. Like, it, it felt like they just threw that in there at the last minute, not at the last minute, but like because they're so compressed for time. Let's mm-hmm. just take, like, nobody likes Littlefinger. Now, granted, they haven't done much with him until the last couple of episodes. Yeah. But that should have led to something bigger, I assumed, especially because of everything that he did going all the way back to the first season with Ned Stark. Yeah. All of these. All this carefully laid plan thrown out the window because of fucking something you messed psychic up. Boy. You psychic boy, you know. Yeah. So because of the mutant, <laughs> basically, you know. I mean, there should have they should have done. A, I think, the, excuse me, they should have just done a little bit better job of just making it more believable that he got outsmarted, not just yeah
1: magical magic saved the day. Like the McGuffin. But at of the magic. same time, if he would have kept getting away with it, people would have been like, wouldn't the three I Raven know that? Yeah, no. it would have went the other way. Yeah. But I mean... So it's hard to say.
0: I mean, I, I'm not going to complain too much because it was badass. I mean, <laughs> yeah. no, the
1: episode was badass. I mean, the right. walkers are coming in, so... The lead-up could have been more um, weighted, I guess. Yeah. yeah, to where he thought, well, if I screw this up, I might die because of it. You know, something epic, which well, is true. Yeah. But. <laughs> but that was one thing, too. You never know his ma- what he's thinking. Like, they, they, it's never like, you never
0: see a meeting of Littlefinger and somebody like, yes, my plans are coming. Yeah, to he's food. never Like, stroking more. his beard, like, yes. Yeah. If now, as long as this happens, I will be king. You know, it's all, you never know what his intentions were. Right. All you know is that he loved Caitlin Stark. Yeah. That's the only truth that you knew that he spit out of his mouth. Yeah. So, that's my only complaint. But, I mean, overall, I mean, ain't nothing I can do about it. Motherfucker's <laughs> dead. But, <laughs> that's uh, it. yep. So, uh, and, Also, the biggest news in the film world—it came out. I don't suppose you've got a chance to see it yet, but I have not. There's, I would have. You seen the original or the TV miniseries? I would assume. Yeah, long long ago. It's. I mean, they don't. There's really no spoilers that you can. I think if if you've seen the original, there's not much you can spoil. Aside from, so it all kind of stays the same. It's pretty. I mean, there's a. I mean, there are differences. Don't get me wrong, but there's nothing like, like. Watching it, you know, I was not surprised. Put it yeah. to you that way. Uh, the most surprising thing I thought was, first of all, loved it. Thought it was great. It's, I'm glad that we have a good Stephen King movie, especially mm-hmm. since Dark Tower was, yeah, okay. You know, mm-hmm. a, a good horror Stephen King movie. Right. But uh, I, again, like, go, like, I can't really nitpick Clue, but I can nitpick it a little bit in that it's it wasn't scary. Hmm. It was more like Stranger Things.
1: You know, thrilling. Yeah, suspenseful. it
0: was. It was. You know, it was the Goonies with a de- You know, an interdimensional demon, right. basically. Which I am fine with that because that's what the first half of it always was. It was the kid story. I mean, not if you read the book with the orgies, you all know, that other all that other stuff. Uh, oh, and uh, Roger says we all float in Florida. <laughs> beep, beep, Roger. Uh, yeah, but uh, overall, I mean, again, it's you should definitely go see it. It's great. My my two biggest complaints are it really wasn't scary. There's jump scares, of course, like oh, I look this way. I look that way. Oh, and there, you know, he's standing right there when I look back. Right. Typical type stuff. Uh, I can see people who probably aren't desensitized to, like, or didn't grow up watching a ton of horror movies because they really haven't had that many good ones lately. Mm-hmm. You know, like, thinking it's, like, terrifying and all that. I can understand that. But, you know, it's definitely more. People can't haunt, handle a haunted house or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Those, those dudes that go to the haunted house and put their girlfriend in front of them, like, let's go, babe. <laughs> go, babe. Go, babe. I'll protect go, babe. you, babe. Yeah. But, uh, and then my only other complaint really is just so much CG. So nothing CG has
1: ever scared me. Yeah, because you can see it's too perfect.
0: Yeah. Now, the, that, that, then, then when you watch the original It, and of course, again, it's dated. It's not, it's 90s television. Of course, it doesn't hold up. Right. But Tim Curry's performance holds up. That motherfucker's still scary as hell. Yeah. And he's real. He, now, of course, Bill Skarsgård is in makeup on set, but, you know, when his mouth opens up and, you know, uh, his eyes are like CG in some parts and stuff like that. So, like, immediately, not scared. Yeah. Me personally. Mm -hmm. Whereas when Tim Curry grabs Georgie and then, like, his eyes are, he's got those demon contacts in and those big fangs in. (gasps) (laughs) You know, my, and my, yeah. my little brother was so scared of that I just had to be like hey Georgie and he'd be like stop it stop it mom Trey scared me <laughs> I just had to say hey Georgie it's all I have to do he's terrifying that was how effective something on like real was yeah now the makeup is fantastic in the film the kid actors are all really really good which is a key vital element in a film like that going back to the Goonies go back to Super 8 Stranger Things mm-hmm. uh, they did bump it up I think the I've never read the entire book because it's fucking bigger than the Bible. Uh, Because I read it when I was a kid, the first half, which is just the kids' half, and then I saw this was after I saw the TV miniseries, and the second half of the miniseries never interested me as much as the first. Being a kid, I didn't really care what the adults did. Yeah. Uh, So I never finished the second half of the book. Uh, But I remember I want to say the book actually takes place like in the late '50s, early '60s, or you know. But the movie, the new one, takes place in the '80s which is fantastic. He's got a uh, late 80s, actually. Late 80s into the early 90s. There's like Nightmare 5 comes out. They have a, a Beetlejuice poster on the wall. Hmm. The theater's playing. Uh, Roger says 1138 pages. Whew. He has it right here in front of him.
1: I like doing this live because we can get the information See, like, like that. Fact checker, Roger yep. Russell, yeah. on the case.
0: Official 80s revisited fact checker. Thank you. Appreciate it, Roger. Uh, yeah, but you know, as a it was I, as i'm watching it i was engrossed the entire time definitely worth seeing in the theater mm-hmm. but it's just i didn't find it scary i wish it would have been a little bit more scary is my only real complaint and again a lot of it, just the cg but however the cg looks a lot better than the mini series when it's a stop motion crab spider right. coming out <laughs> the end but you know that physical the thing that was made the original It so scary, especially with Tim Curry, was that he looked like a clown. Like, he looked like a real clown. You know, but he had the creepy... Right. You know, I mean, he, it was Tim Curry as a clown, so that makes it creepy, period, because Tim Curry yeah. by himself. But Pennywise in the new It is obviously not human. Like, in his form and everything. Like, he's got a big, bulbous head. He looks creepy. Don't get me wrong. But Tim Curry in the original looks like a guy dressed up like a clown which is what Pennywise is supposed to be. But they really pushed the, uh, you know, the just the the proportions in the new one, which, that's fine. Uh, it's not, it doesn't bug me. But it uh, definitely worth seeing. Uh, and strangely enough, I was reading the trivia for it, and they did, when they originally were trying to make the, the new updated movie, they did approach Tim Curry if he'd be interested at all in being able to do anything. Now, I'm not sure if this was before or after his stroke. I would assume it had to be before when he could actually get around. Uh, But he just said, like, he already did that character once. He wasn't really interested in doing it again, which is unfortunate because he's what made it scary. Mm -hmm. And he can make some other roles scary. Oh, yeah. I mean, unfortunately not too many anymore. No, no, no. So sad. So sad that he's pretty much in a wheelchair right now. But... Ugh, it just makes me sad. Anyway, <laughs> but thank you for tuning in, uh, especially Roger, our fact checker, uh, on YouTube, <laughs> on our inaugural or re, our reboot of 80s Revisited yeah. live streaming I mean, on YouTube. It's all
1: a process. This is a test stream. It says it right up here. I think I'm pointing at it. Yeah, yeah right here. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got to like, look at the it's camera. It's
0: weird. <laughs> it's like, you know, when the newscasters, yeah. when obviously, we have this frontal
1: system coming yeah, this like, way. Doing, <laughs> yeah, especially if they're new. <laughs> uh,
0: well, y'all can see it on YouTube and I yeah, like yeah. It, so. But anyway, yeah, so that's kind of what we've been watching. Oh, you seen anything lately? Anything of note? I did finish right before I came over here. I did finish "Wet Hot American Summer," though. Oh, so good. Yeah. Oh, it- anytime I a show leaves, legion- George.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was- I'm just like that's not funny. I know, that's it, so it's, gross. It's, I'm like, no, it's funny. It's either or, it's, it's funny. A, it's like, <laughs> it's just because when I was first watching, I was like, I don't know if this is funny. But then someone mentioned on podcast, and it made me laugh. I was like, I guess it was funny.
0: <laughs> it wasn't funny until he goes, you know, it's, to me until like he's like, oh, well, he's gonna shit on, you yeah. And then he's like, your turn, Georgie boy. <laughs> and then I <I'm> just like, <laughs> shit on my shit. And they made it so long and yeah, drawn just out. Like, yeah,
1: He just made it great. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's cool that. Some people can still get together and do that. Yeah, the something hall. like all of those... Except know, for Bradley Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was busy. Maybe he hey, wanted I'm,
0: to. I'm, 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 I would honestly assume that it was probably just he
1: probably had something he couldn't commit to it or who knows what. I think it'd be hilarious if they did another <laughs> one. he came back. back and he's like, like yeah. I'm so glad your nose went back the other way. I'm I really do not like it. Your,
0: you got your old nose. <laughs> yeah, I'm not digging it. Or <laughs> yeah. Like, make another reference. <laughs> but all that meta stuff... Of course, meta is a big word, you know. Like, oh, it's so meta, but yeah, yeah. it it works in that capacity so well mm-hmm. for that show to be so just absolutely ludicrous. Oh, what a hell of a nap! Yeah, that was the best <laughs> sleep I've ever had. Like three episodes ago. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, remember when I told you I was going to talk to you? Yeah, in episode two. What's up?
1: Yeah. You know, like <laughs> it's just great. it's just
0: great because it you it sets the the tone that you know it's not taking itself seriously. So of course, yeah. you automatically know just have fun. Just yeah. en-
1: enjoy what you're seeing on the screen, and they yeah they knew what, they knew the format. So they were like, yeah, we'll talk later in episode four. Yeah,
0: it was great. Like <laughs> it was great. I was I was very because seen the like the original movie, the, sh- mm-hmm. the sequel movie. You know, it, was, it was fun. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's funny, uh, but the I think the show is probably the best. Yeah. Like just like, my favorite spoilers for what Hot American Summer, the TV show. But after they kill the ten years, the later. nanny, and yeah. it's like, oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it for a fantastic actress. Like, don't say anything. Don't, don't say any it. <laughs> But then, like, it's like you know, one week later, I still see your eyes. <laughs> Everybody's having a great life, and they're just like so sad because they actually <laughs> murdered somebody. <laughs> Just, you know, it's, it's akin to Clue. It's just so... It's little things. Mm-hmm. Just all sorts of stuff. Ensemble cast. Yeah. Doing that. Yeah. To that kill it. That yeah. just nail it. Nail their characters and just just have fun with it. Right. So I did
1: watch that. Finish that. But uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Was there anything else you'd seen lately? Or Oh, not a lot. I watched The Big Sick. That was a good movie. Uh, Kamel Nanjiani and his mm-hmm. wife wrote it. Um, other than that... Like, there were moments where I was like, I should watch Transformers, but <laughs> I didn't do it. Anthony Hopkins is in it. Instead, I clicked on Despicable Me 3 because Trey Parker did a voice in mm-hmm. it. I saw him do his voice, but I stopped it like halfway through. <laughs> and well, I cool. haven't returned yet. Well, I was like, okay, I hear the voice he did. If you need your Trey Parker fix, South Park comes back yeah, this week. Wednesday. Yes. Can't wait. I and hope then, they go back to the old format. Yeah. Um, I know he wants to because I heard on the podcast uh, with the nerdist, he said, I just want to go back to talking about the boys. Mm-hmm. Cause, because real life has escalated to levels of hilarity that he can't reach. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just ridiculous right now. So, yeah, go back to what the boys are doing. Yeah. Because I've been watching a lot of Old South Park too. Mm-hmm. Like they have a, on YouTube, actually, they have live channels where it's a, you know, watch South Park Live and it just puts it in a random order. I have Hulu and can watch them like that, but then I have to decide what to watch. Yeah. So I just put it on random, and you know, if it plays anything from the past two seasons, I usually don't watch it. Mm-hmm. There are a few good ones in there, but for the most part, they're that ongoing story that was just okay, not as good as what they have been. Coming yeah, out
0: not with. the self-contained.
1: Because if someone was going to do like I talked about, the day The Simpsons died, if someone was going to do something about the day South Park died, hopefully they bring it back and can say it was not season 19 or 18, whatever that storyline yeah. started where, with Mr. Garrison running for president. Because uh, that's where they would probably draw the line. Yeah. Um, but I don't blame them. They had, I mean,
0: 19 seasons?
1: They had oh, to do, yeah, yeah. They had it's, to do something. It's fantastic. And it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't... Yeah, I mean, they're putting Simpsons death at season eight. I watched The Family Guy one too, which I don't watch normal family. I watched the first three seasons, or something like that. But I was curious where they put that. And they said it was season 13, like they killed off Brian. I didn't in know it 13. lasted 13. I don't even know. How. It's still on. Jesus Christ, yeah, it's still on. And uh, yeah, so if they had to put a date on it, it would still be beyond those two shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I have faith that they will come back. They got a lot of funny people behind the scenes there. Oh God,
0: yes. I mean, I, I think Trey Parker would end it before he would sacrifice. When he, I think yeah. he, he's intelligent enough to know this isn't working or this is just it's just not funny. Yeah. To where I think he would just pull the plug. Because I mean, it's not like it doesn't, I don't know the fine print or anything, but it doesn't seem like they're like Comedy Central, Trey, got out of that season. Yep. Need that season right now. You're under contract. It's just like, no, oh, we got a season ready. We got enough stuff for a season.
1: I don't even know if it's that. He might plan. When he feels like it. Like or, they probably just started working on it. Like yesterday. That's like true. A <laughs> couple days ago. <laughs> I, got, I just
0: had six ideas today. Let's go yeah. make a season. I
1: don't know why he always does it during football season, though, because I know he watches football. So. Maybe that's Why his method. Yeah, who knows? Maybe I don't
0: know. Yeah, but in the course of course, in the game's coming out very yeah. soon.
1: And they just had an iPhone game. about Is it to out? come out? I, thought, I don't know if it's. Out. I've seen like yeah. the ads for like coming soon. But or sign I was up shocked to... because they have that episode about the iPhone games with the microtransactions. Yeah, um, you know that's the Canadian devil doing his thing. <laughs> so <laughs> I was really surprised that they had a South Park game because I was like, in my mind, I was thinking, oh, they should never have a South Park game. But there it is. I mean, now he has a daughter, he has a family. He's like, okay, time to start making some bank, putting this away, so I could just move back to Colorado and forget about all this. Well, you know, I mean, of <laughs> course, like in that industry, I mean, you have people that are flashes in the pan,
0: yeah, and they make a whole bunch of money, and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. Val Kilmer, uh, you know, sir, you know, still fantastic, you
1: know. Even and those are people that want to be in the limelight, though. I don't think he's one of those people. Yeah, but he is. Yeah. I mean, he's just so damn creative. Yes, he he's he's like one of those that you want
0: to be in the limelight. Like, I'd yeah. love Sean Connery to make one more film before he right. kicks the bucket. He'd I'd like Gene Hackman it. to make one more film before he kicks the bucket. Yep. You know, but... No, Hackman. <laughs> but, yeah. So, that kind of does it pretty much for us uh, this week at least. So, but, yeah, uh, don't forget to hit us up on Twitter, fate, uh, at, also, uh, at 80s Revisited, at Awesome Pods, on Facebook, at Awesome Podcast Network, or Awesome Pods as well. Uh,
1: email agevisited@gmail.com. Subscribe on YouTube up there. Awesome uh, Awesome podcast network. Just search Awesome Pods. You'll find us there. Leave a review. All that fun stuff. Yep.
0: And I think that. Oh,
1: uh, shout outs. Uh,
0: As always, our good friends and now versus nostalgia, John and James, Mm -hmm. and our good friend in uh, Tasmania, Ben Wyatt, with the Asia Mania podcast, who's actually in England right now visiting some other podcasters. And supposedly, Ben, you know, you're going to come down for uh, WrestleMania? You know, told you. We'll show you around. We'll hang out. Give you a place to stay.
1: Come Um, on. Yeah. And thanks to anybody watching this. Yeah. Roger, appreciate it. Now or later. I mean, there could be somebody else in here that just hasn't typed anything. That's true. Why didn't you type anything? Just type something
0: right here. Maybe they don't have any hands. (laughs) Sorry. you just offended. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But uh, stay safe with the hurricane, Roger. We'll talk to you soon. But uh, next week, uh, honestly, we probably... Next week's, we might not have one just next week. A next weekend's really stacked. Thank you, Roger. Appreciate it. It's a Good show, guys. Uh, but the next episode puts you that way is going to be Creep Show Two, oh. and we should have an interview with the Creep Show Museum interesting. for that one. So, Very interesting. and that's that will be the prequel to Halloween Horror. So, I gotta get those watched and typed up for that. So. I need cool. a little prep time. All right. But yeah, so the next episode, whether it be next uh, Monday or uh, yeah, I guess out next Monday or the Monday after that, uh, will be most definitely Creepshow 2. Just got to see when we can get that interview. And if it doesn't work out, we'll just get the episode and then maybe do the interview as a standalone episode or something. Sure. Like a bonus thingamabob. But that does it for episode 187, yo. Uh <laughs>
1: You can't say one eight seven without going into. Well, thanks. Some songs yeah.
0: on an undercover cop. <laughs> yeah. Anytime I hear that number, that's all I think about. Yeah, you know, just like you hear nine eleven, you see, you know, oh oh, what time is it? Oh, it's nine eleven. Whoa, I'm
1: down, it, buddy. I think of rescue nine one one. I'm sure we <William laughs> have <William> <laughs> Yeah, rescue nine one one. Yeah, cow that show.
0: I don't know why. I I, I, like looking back, I don't know why I watched it. As a kid, like, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I just I remember watching it not re- pretty religiously, I yeah. guess. Like just like I think oh, number one. Must have been the time slot. It had to be. It must have been yeah. between something or a, a slow night of the week or something. Yeah. So, but anyway, we'll be back next time with Creep Show Two. And until then, I remain Trey Harris,
1: Jesse sedgley
0: Cowabunga.